Welcome to Moments of Truth. I am your host, G.T. Stikes. Now, the purpose of Moments of Truth is to give you a few minutes of encouragement by providing simple truths from God's Word, identified and explained from a biblical worldview. Now, today, we are going to be revisiting a passage that we looked at in Episode 3. We were in 1 Peter chapter 4 back in episode 3. Now go ahead and open your Bibles there if you have one handy. Otherwise, just listen along as I read. Now in episode 3, we only looked at verse 9, but I want to look at verses 8 through 10 today because I think we missed something um, that we need to put a little bit more attention into. So look with me at 1 Peter chapter 4 starting in verse 8. And it says, And above all these things... Have fervent love for one another, for love will cover a multitude of sins. So we have already talked about the fervent love that we need to have for one another. Now notice that Peter here identifies that love will cover a multitude of sins. In other words, when we love as we are commanded to love, sacrificially and caring and through devotion to one another, that love breaks down the barriers that we often put up due to an offense or a disagreement or even just something that we don't care for that someone else does. Now, mankind is fickle. We have all kinds of pet peeves and things that we don't like that we attach to other people because we would rather them do something in a different manner. And we need to let these things go and learn to love others as God loves us. Now look with me at verse 9. It says, Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. In other words, lift up your brother and sister in Christ with no complaining. Now, do you know who the best person is to go to for a good complaint? It's Jesus. Instead of venting your complaint to a friend or your spouse or even your pastor, take it to Jesus and then leave it there and ask him how you should proceed and let him bring you the answer. Now, you can always trust that if you leave something with Jesus, that he'll get back to you at the perfect time and take care of your need. Now, For our main verse, look with me at verse 10. As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Now, when you become a child of God, that is a gospel believer, God gives you something called a spiritual gift. Now, there are different spiritual gifts given to each believer, and some have more than one. But the important thing is that you learn how to use your spiritual gifts so that it may be used for all kinds of things. Now, think of it as a tool. You know, I have this painter's tool. It's called a five-in-one. I think they have eight-in-ones and twelve-in-ones and so on. But it's named that because even though it's one singular tool, you can use it for five different applications and probably more. Now, God gives us these special tools, and we need to learn how to use them most for His glory so that we can get the most out of them. So how do you learn what your spiritual gift can do? Well, you have to put it to work. And notice in verse 10 that you have received this gift, and you are to minister it to one another. In other words, you are to put it to use in the lives of of your brothers and sisters in Christ through serving them. 
Now, there is a lot that is talked about in the New Testament about serving God and serving others. Now, this serving is really just helping where help is needed. How can you help? Get to know your brothers and sisters better, and you'll find out where they need help in their lives. And that's your starting point. And then your church may need help as well. You know, there are always ministries that need more help. Volunteer to help and you'll never realize how much you are using your spiritual gift and getting better at understanding how to put it to good use. Now notice the last part of verse 10. It says, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Now, God has given you something that he wants you to be a good steward of. He doesn't want you to waste it. Now, don't set aside your spiritual gift to use in the future when you feel more ready to commit to it. Start using it now. Now, Many times, God uses our spiritual gifts to help develop in us where he wants us to be in his service. But you'll never know what he wants you to do unless you put it to work. Now, I've taken spiritual gift tests in the past to try to determine what my spiritual gift is, and I can tell you that they aren't very accurate. In fact, I had to switch with my wife and try to ask her questions to figure out if these things were actually true and some things really didn't even pan out. Instead of trying to figure out, hey, wait a minute, is this my gift or is this my gift? The best way to figure out what your spiritual gift is, is to serve and to serve others. Volunteer to help out with a church ministry or help someone in the church. Ask your pastor even, hey, is there someone in the church that needs help? And start there. Talk to your other brothers and sisters in Christ. Find out if anybody has a need that you can help out with. When you start serving, God will begin to reveal to you your spiritual gift. Now, if you are a regular attender at a church, you can always go to your pastor or a spiritual leader in the church if you want to know what your spiritual gift is and ask them. Um, and a lot of times these people who are regularly praying for you have at least an idea of what your spiritual gift is and they can reveal that to you and at least help you to move forward in those areas to help encourage your gift even more. But again, remember, the biggest part here is serving. And again, this isn't people in your own household. These are people in your church and in other ministries. These are the body of Christ as a whole. So how are you serving them and how are you helping them? Well, let me pray for you today. Lord God, Heavenly Father, I pray for the listeners. I pray, Lord God, that they would be good stewards of the spiritual gifts that they are given. I pray, Lord, that the listeners would put their spiritual gifts to use by ministering to one another. I pray, Lord, that the listeners would continue to be on the watch for other gospel believers in their lives that need to hear and feel encouragements so that they can minister to them. Lord, I pray that as we are all working to love one another in the body of Christ, Lord, help us to put others before ourselves. Help us, Lord, to be humble and to listen to the needs of others, Lord, so we know how to pray for them and how to encourage them. Lord, and I pray even this week that we would work on reading and studying in the scripture so that as we go to church that we are prepared in advance to give encouragement to other people. 
Lord, many times we just expect that other people are going to encourage us, but we know that your word clearly tells us that we need to be encouragers. That's the whole amount of us. All of us gospel believers are to encourage each other, and I pray that you would help us to do that. Lord, I pray for the listeners today as they're going against the world in many things. I pray as they are fighting their spiritual battles, help them not to give up, but to continue to trust in you and draw their strength from you. In your name, I pray these things. Amen. Well, our next episode is the last one of this series, episode 12. Don't miss it. We are going to be covering an important truth for both the young and the old. Well, thank you for listening to Moments in Truth with GT Stikes. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to today's podcast. We would love for more people to hear the truth of God's word. And you can help us reach more people by sharing, following, and subscribing to this podcast. Please be sure to check today's show notes for links to any additional resources, encouragements, and how you can help with this ministry.